You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. I want you to notice, according to Psalm 118 and 24, that the psalmist identified the Lord as the maker or creator of days. I want to just point out to you a few definitions of create. Number one, to bring something into existence. Matter of fact, we can extend it to bring something or someone into existence. God causes what was not to come in to being. He is the creator because he causes what was not to come into being. So to create is to give birth to. To bring something out of nothing. God is so awesome to where he can even cause something that's messy to be completely fixed. And when all is said and done, it'll be new. That's what he did to us because we were messy. That's the reason when Paul looked at how messy folks were in comparison to them becoming born again, he decreed in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if any person is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Then he said, oh, things have passed. And then he said, behold, look, look at it. Look at that thing. Look at that person. Everything has become new. How many of you amaze yourself when you stand in the mirror? Especially when you consider what you've done. Look at somebody real quick and tell them, God brought me from a long way. And every time I look in the mirror, I know he brought me from a long way. How many can say about yourself, you are a new creation? You are a new creation. God made you new. That's the reason you don't think the way you used to think. You don't talk the way you used to talk. And you don't act 
the way you used to act because God made you new. Final definition of create is to cause something to happen. And that's what God will do. He'll cause what man says can't happen to happen. God boggles the mind of scientists, doctors, lawyers, theologians, and so forth. Because he has the capacity or ability to cause things to come into existence that folk have said would never happen or take place. I, I love how, how Jesus responds to folks that, that say certain things can't happen. He, he just simply says, with man, this is impossible. But not with God. With God, all things are possible. That, that's the reason you never need to allow anybody to convince you that he or she has the final say. God has the final say. I don't, I don't care how worse things have gotten. God still has the final say. The, the worst thing or one of the worst things you can do is count God out. Don't ever count God out. I, I, I don't care if, if time from a natural standpoint has expired because God is the creator of time. He can cause what has expired based upon man's clock to still work out for your good. You didn't get happy about that? Say to your neighbor, that's something to get happy about. That means God can fix whatever needs to be fixed. Whether it's on your timetable or somebody else's timetable or not. So let's consider some things, biblically speaking, that God created. Let, let's start in the book of Genesis. In the book of Genesis, chapter 1. That's going to be easy for all of us to find because this is the first book of the Bible. So let's consider Genesis, the first chapter and the first verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The first heaven, of course, is, is the sky or the atmosphere. And, uh, and the earth, of course, is, is our dwelling place. So God created all of this. Isn't that amazing? Look at the verse again. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Let's go further. Verse 27. Uh, of Genesis 1. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Notice God created male and female. Now everything in between that, that folks say they were born. I was born saying, no, 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 no. God created male and female. 
If you calling yourself something other than male or female, like it or not, you're a freak. Because God created Let's go to Psalm 68. You offended me, Pastor. I'm sorry. But you need to know. Psalm 68. Verse 18. Or verse 19. Psalm 68 and 19. Ready? Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. The God of our salvation. Selah. Say to your neighbor, God creates benefits. Every day. Say that to another person. God creates. How often? And he does not hold on to them. Notice he loads us down with benefits. How often? Every day. Every day. A benefit is a good deed. So God has something good for you every day. God makes something with your name on it just for you every day. That's the reason every single day you should give him the praise for what he done created for you. You, you should get up in the morning with the mindset, God, God got something for me. God got something for me. Cause He creates benefits every day. So I know something good is going to happen to me today. Say to your neighbor, don't look for bad. Look for good. Look for what God created. Tell them how often. I don't care if it's a Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Look for something good every day. Because, see, God changes not. If he created something good for the psalmist and the psalmist recognized it, he's still doing likewise, especially for his children. Let's go further. John, the first chapter. St. John chapter 1. We, we are looking at God uh, in reference to being maker or creator. And we've seen that he created male and female, not, not nothing in between. We see that he is the creator of daily benefits and he is the creator of the heavens and the earth. But I like how John, John sums it up. Here in John, the first chapter, and we're going to look at the first three verses. John chapter 1, we're going to look at the first three verses. John said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was, help me. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing that nothing was made that was what? Say to your neighbor, God created everything. Now you have man and, and demons and the devil that step in and perverts 
certain things. But God created everything. Everything. And everything God created and creates is good. Go go back to Genesis with me. We got to prove that. Genesis chapter 1, we're going to look at verse 31. Genesis chapter 1. Y'all there? Consider verse 31. Then God saw everything that he had. Help me. And, and indeed it was help me. Say to your neighbor, everything God created. And everything he creates is good. Oh, we should say very. God has not stopped creating. If God has ceased making things, that means you will still be in the mess you in. That means your testimony about how God made a way out of nowhere is not true. But you know it's true because he did. Because even though your your credit was shot and you had been declined or denied something several times, when all was said and done, God still blessed you with your heart's desire. Woo! You better tell somebody can't nobody but nobody but nobody. Do you like the Lord? And the reason can't nobody do you like the Lord is because he is the creator. He'll make ways out of no ways. But everything God create, created and he creates is very good. There's a blessing in it. Even when, when, when something does not look like it's going to be wonderful, if God's hand is in it, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be beautiful. Or whatever word you want to use to describe it. Because God is a creator that makes sure that everything he touches, everything he puts his hand on is going to turn out the right way. I said everything going to turn out the right way. Contextually, or according to Psalm 118 and 24, The psalmist knew, point blank, that God was the creator of days. And if God is the creator of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that means every day is a good day. Now, Now, man... The devil and demons strive to make us think every day is not a good day. 
my assignment is, is to convince you that no matter what you go through, every single day is a good day. Even when you ain't got a dime in your pocket, it's a good day. Even when everything that can go wrong is taking place, it's still a good day. Simply because everything that the Lord created and he creates is very good. And so the psalmist decreed, this is the day the Lord has made. And then he talked about what not only he was going to do, what the people he was connected with at the time was going to do. Because notice he says, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So you have to make a decision every single day of, of how you're going to treat this day. You can't get up like you used to get up. Oh, God, Monday. Oh, gee, Monday. Before I got saved, it, it used to be a saying, we, we living for the weekend. They, they even made a song about living for the weekend. And you know what? Most of us, back, back in the day, now I'm going back to the 70s. Some of y'all weren't even born. But we would look for the weekend. We couldn't wait for hump day. Because after hump day, let the weekend begin. Got a little money, used to get paid every week. And used to just live for Thursday night or Thursday evening, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday until it got late Sunday night. Because Sunday night you start feeling bad because he'll come old gloomy Monday. Oh, God, we got to go. That's not the mindset that God wants you to have. God wants you to have the mindset that every day he creates is a good day. I don't care what kind of troubles come with the particular day. It's still a good day. Now let's try to practice a little bit. Just look at somebody and say every day. It was a good day. Because God has made it. Woo! Say it to another person every day. Every what? Is what? Even when that person that, that gets on your last nerve at work. Is saying stuff you don't want to hear. 
Make up in your mind this is the day that the Lord has made and you are not going to mess up my day. Put the hand to him. Put the hand to her. Let that person know you are not going to mess up my day. When, I, when the Lord gave me this message, I can't tell you how I was attacked in my mind. I can't tell you certain things that just started to take place that were awful on paper. But I still had to say, Lord, despite this, this is the day that you have made and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Say to your neighbor, when you, when you rejoice, that means you're going to show God how much you appreciate him creating the day just for you. You're going to show God how excited you are about making sure the sun rises and sets just for you. Say to your neighbor, God made this day for me. And I'm going to dance about him making this day. I'm going to turn in victory about him making this day for me. I'm going to. Ain't having church, but I'm going to clap about this Monday. Ain't having church, but I'm going to turn in victory about this Thursday. You celebrate it. You celebrate every day. Don't wait for everything to go the way you want it to go to decree that it's a good day. Earth ain't heaven. But we got to treat earth with the mindset that we are in heaven. As it is on earth, or as it is in heaven, so let it be. My mind said, God created this same way he created what's going on up there. So I'm going to be happy despite the chaos. Going to be happy despite the turmoil. Going to be happy despite rude folk. Gonna be happy despite pessimistic folk. Gonna be happy despite not having all the money I would like to have in my pocket. Some of y'all ain't getting with this. It don't matter, it's right anyhow. I said it's right anyhow. Is it right? And he said, I'm gonna be glad. I'm going to show my appreciation to God about this day. And that's how you have to live it. Every single day, you have to live it just like that. You have to rejoice, express, and, and don't be phony. Don't, don't be phony with it. See, see you, have to really, you have to really have in your being that God made this. God made this. And if he made it, 
and he done, he done promised that benefits are coming with it. This is definitely a good day. I ain't going to let all of this stuff that's going on to cause me not to recognize my benefits or to recognize the goodness of God. Because, see, that's what we do sometimes. We allow certain troubles that we experience in life to rob us of the good day that God has made. Oh, you, 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 you don't have to just take my word for it. Ask your neighbor, have you ever been robbed by your circumstances? Ask him. Have your circumstances ever robbed you? And when all was said and done, your day was not wonderful because of it. Look at what the psalmist says again. This is the day that the Lord has made. I or we will. And what? See, you got to make up in your mind. This is how I'm going to treat this day. Because you have a choice. You can allow a negative report to cause you to mess up God's day. You can allow what somebody said to you to mess up your day. And sadly, you can mess up your own day. Lord have mercy is raining. Even when, when you hear weather people on TV, they, when, when, it, when rain come in, they call it bad weather. But the Bible even goes so far as to say, God gave the rain, get this, lightning. The lightning wasn't given for us. It was given, it was given to the rain. God wanted something to accompany the rain. And guess who sends it? The Lord. He always sends rain, water, or snow for us. But then he decided, I'm going to let some lightning accompany the rain. I'm going to give it for or to the rain. So that means even when it rains, and rain may not be your first choice. You need to be happy about the rain. Because it's the reason God allows it to Because I'm going to tell you point blank. The way it's looking right now is my first choice. Oh, we free moral agents. We, we can choose. This is my first choice. But I'm not going to fight the rain. Because if God sends the rain, there's a purpose in it. Can I flip it a little bit? My first choice as far as life is to be free from trial. That's my first choice. I, I want everything to be wonderful every day. 
I want the person that gets on my last nerve not for that to happen. I want everything to be one. That's my first choice. But see, the Bible is clear. In this life, we're going to have problems. My first choice is a life that's problem free. But if, if problems come, I know God is allowing it to happen. And when all is said and done, it's still going to work out for me. Y'all better help me with Romans 8 and 28. Look at somebody and tell them all things work together for my good. i tell you why. Because I love God. And I am the call according to his purpose. Problem free life. First choice. But life comes with trouble. Comes with trials. Comes with tribulations. So God said look when they come welcome. Count it all joy. Don't mess up your day talking about woe is me. Count it all joy. Look at your neighbor and say, don't mess up your day. Having no pity party. Just because you're going through some trouble. How many know there's a bright side to everything? Saving, spending eternity in hell. Other than that, there's a bright side to everything. As long as you're here on earth, I don't care what happens, there is something good in it. If the Lord allows it to happen. And if he is creator, if he is sovereign, he allows certain things to happen. That are not your first. And maybe not your second. Choice. How many, how many understand? But that should never ruin your what? In my clothes. The psalmist. After talking about. It being a day that the Lord has made. And how he was going to rejoice in it. Then turn around in verse 25 and identify that even though it was a good day, even though it was a day that the Lord had made, he was in the midst of trouble. He needed saving and he needed prosperity. He done talked about how he going to rejoice and he going to be glad because it's a day that the Lord has made. But then he, he, he identified that he was in a, y'all ready? A desperate situation. He, he just didn't need saving a, a prosperity. He, he was saying, Lord, you, you got to do this now. I don't know how you, you, 
discern that. But to me, that says he was in a desperate situation. Look, I need you to send some prosperity now. I need you to save now. But what I love about the psalmist is that he made it clear, Lord, this a day you done made. Yeah, I need saving. Yeah, I need some prosperity. But I'm still clapping. I'm still worshiping. I'm still giving you the praise. I'm still giving you the glory. I'm still giving you the honor, even though I need some deliverance. He did not allow his present situation to dictate how he should treat the day God had made. In a desperate situation, but he did not allow his trouble to dictate to him how to think, talk, and act. Say to your neighbor, he's a perfect example. Because some of us may, may, may need something, but it may not be desperate. But he was in, he was to the extreme. But yet, he was giving God the praise about his day. And, and so, in considering that, From this day forward, you should never treat another single morning, evening, or night the same. Say to your neighbor, from this time forward, no matter what happens in your life, you should never take it lightly. Are treated, treated as if God didn't create it. And how many agree? Because if God created every day, that means every day is good. And that also means I'm done. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.